Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm joining you here with a, uh, I guess, a special Valentine's Day edition of the show. I meant to get uh, Flash or Brian on. Just couldn't do it, so it's going to be a love affair just for me, but that's okay. I've been accused of just having a love fest with Kenny Pickett, and that's why I'm wearing his jersey today. So, like, I don't know where people, like, get off with some of this. I don't know where they, if they just pick out what they want to hear or certain segments of our show that they happen to pop in on or they've, they're have they not the two percenters like all of you great folks that join us each and every time we produce a new episode of the Steel City Underground podcast. But apparently I have a love fest, a love affair, and this show sucks because I just won't, I won't trash Kenny Pickett. I don't trash very many players. And even when I do criticize a player, like where I absolutely didn't absolutely hate Mitch Trubisky, I just said, this is who he is. Or Brian says it about Mason Rudolph and all of a sudden we hate people. So it's such a very fine line. I mean, uh, just don't take the words just out of context other than uh, Kenny Pickett will be on my list of Steelers we're in love with right now. And I'll tell you why that is. And it's very simple, but I wanted to get another little pet peeve off my chest. And you're probably thinking, wait, this is a Valentine's Day show, right? And don't worry, I'm still getting offers in my junk email. You got that toss away, throw away, trash email address that you use. And you get the stuff from the airlines and the credit cards and all the different restaurants and, and rewards uh, stores and everything else, right? And are, they haven't shifted to President's Day yet. So I'm still in the clear here, okay? At least for like, you know, another day or so, I would think. But uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they had the draft will be coming up. The draft, we still got to get through free agency. And I know we haven't touched on free agency just yet. We're holding the cards close to our vest because now we're starting to get into the thick of things. There's some players that are getting released early. Derek Carr, coaching moves are kind of panning out. But you got to find out who is signing which players or whatever. Like there could be a team that needs left tackle. And a lot of people will say the Steelers need a left tackle. And that's debatable on who's available, both free agency and the draft, right? Are you upgrading from Dan Moore? Most people would say just about everybody might be an upgrade from Dan Moore. And I'm just going to say, eh, you got to throw a rookie out there. They might, might not really the Steelers way, not really like a lot of head coaches way, unless you've got somebody, another player or two that are on this list that are head and shoulders above uh, you. And you just know that they're the guy and that's who you're going to throw in. Right. But I see a lot of false reporting and it's even, people that run other shows and I'm not trying to necessarily, I am throwing them under the bus, so to speak. I think it's irresponsible. I was going to say I'm not, but I'm not going to name who it is. Okay. We'll protect the guilty. The Steelers do not have a 30 pick 32 in the NFL draft. Okay. The NFL is still recognizing. I'm going to throw it up on the screen here. The NFL, this is the, this is the official communications from the NFL. If you go out and you take a look at their draft order, their press releases, the Miami dolphins are pick 21. Now, that pick isn't going to be made because it's forfeited. And I know this is semantics and people are going to roll their eyes. And I've already got I've gotten roasted online for putting this out here. But the reason I put this out here is very simple. And I'm going to put the graphic back up. Uh, let me let me scroll down a little bit here and get the bottom portion of it. The Chiefs, by virtue of winning the Super Bowl, they are pick 32. Not the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers will start the second round 
with pick 33. So the, for the purpose of record keeping, when the Steelers go on the clock for the 2023 NFL draft, they will say with the 33rd pick of the 2023 NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select yada, yada, yada. Okay. I don't know if that's who it will be. <laughs> I don't know if there's somebody that has a name, yada, yada, but you never know. Um, but it, it, I know this seems like just splitting hairs. It'll be the 32nd player that's actually taken. Uh, one other player not taken off the board really bumps up the value of every pick after 21. But all of these other teams aren't really moving up a pick, so to speak. This one is forfeited. Let's say the NFL just said they were wrong all of a sudden. And then they, they would have had to shift this whole board around. So for the record keeping, it's in there. But it's also important to note this because the first round picks can have a fifth year option, almost like that rookie contract franchise tag that could be done. That can't be done with any other player outside the first round. So the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to have to... They're going to have to do something with Jalen Hurts entering year four, his final year of his rookie deal, because there's no fifth year option. Jalen Hurts was a second round draft pick, and he's probably going to get paid because he played at MVP level, and I felt maybe he should have been the MVP. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, that's just, not, I'm going to start turning on this guy soon enough. I, I don't have real reasons to dislike him uh, other than, you know, his family members that show up on the stage and around the field or whatnot. They're, they're obnoxious and on social media as well, just as, uh, annoying, but, uh, but Jalen Hurts is going to get a bag of money, right? But anyways, the Steelers will be in that same position because even though it's the 32nd player taken, it's pick 33. It's the first pick of the second round, no fifth year option. And also the contracts are done a lot differently. First round picks are going to make a little bit more money than second round picks. And even where you get picked within the first round, like Joe Burrow being the first overall pick and a quarterback, that contract, most of these contracts are pretty vanilla for the rookies. Okay. Uh, you get, you get some different, uh, things that are tossed in there and they they quibble over maybe the guaranteed money and things like that. But for the most part, I think they changed that CBA back in 2012. We were talking about this on the show the other day, myself and Brian, I think last week, um, you know, talking about Sam Bradford or Jamarcus Russell or guys like that that came out of college and were making oodles of money over the veterans. The veterans are like, the veterans that vote for this stuff, they're like, hey, this isn't right. These guys make way too much more money than what we do. Show us the money, Jerry. Show us the money. So uh, anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. I know that seems just like really petty on my part, but it's also, it's irresponsible for anyone to say that it's pick 32 or even try to allude to it's like a first round pick the value of pick 33 just because i mean even if it was just if they had all 32 uh selections being made there's still 32 picks just one's forfeited right but the the top of the second round we've always argued how many first round grades are you going to give people you can't have 60 first round grades. And if you do, then that means the second round is full of first grade, first round graded talent. So that makes plenty of sense. By the way, Professor uh, Zach Meckler and I, we're still chit-chat on the side here. He's busy with his coaching. He's going to be back around because draft draft season is like his thing. So uh, stay tuned for his appearance here too. I know I'm doing a couple of these solo and there's a there's a specific reason too. One is, is uh, I'll give the guys a break other than myself and two, I'm headed on vacation myself as well. So I had to find some time 
uh, within my own schedule where I just have to bang these out. So uh, appreciate you tuning in. And hopefully I don't, somebody said the other day, oh, there's a show you absolutely said nothing for an hour. I was like, it, you must be new here. <laughs> so we talk about McDonald's. We talk about toast. I mean, we get on some tangents sometimes, but right now we're going to talk about Valentine's. I mean, my kid, uh, she's a fourth grader and just came home with the tan and had all the suckers and the smarties and the sweethearts and all this different stuff. And it's like, we do this once a year and, um, you know, you kind of set, uh, set aside, you get, you, you're, you've got a bromance, you know what I mean? I guess that's the best way to put it. You kind of set aside and get in touch with your feminine side here with the, with your bromance and who you love with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, come on now, I'm wearing a guy's Jersey. You know, I have to have some sort of, I, I guess, affection for the player that I player's name on my back. Right. And we'll, we'll start with Kenneth Shane Pickett. Um, I'm getting used to saying that name and I'm hopefully not butchering, uh, maybe he doesn't like his middle name. I don't know. Some people go by their middle name. I, my real first name is Joseph Bully, but I like to go by Joe. And when people call me Joseph, I think about my mom scolding me or something like that. I don't really pretend. I don't side with Joey. That's like the aunts and uncles who see you once a year and they pinch your cheek. Don't do that. So hopefully Kenny, Kenneth, you know, I think he's cool with Kenny Pickett though, at least. Right. Um, why might we be in love with Kenny Pickett? Well, let's see if you take a look at the NFL draft this year and how it's, a, it's going to be considered a more lauded quarterback class uh, with maybe more first rounders that are going to go. There's a lot. Of, and that's going to be because there's a lot more needy teams that need a first round, uh, use the first round pick and they need a quarterback, right? What the Houston Texans, probably the Raiders now, um, uh, there's uh, you could name all of them I, off the top of my head. I haven't given it much thought because I'm still not in draft mode, but there are plenty, plenty of teams. There's teams with a, a quarterback right now that are probably thinking to themselves, um, can we upgrade? And you have some of that that ends up happening. And the Pittsburgh Steelers last year were a team that was in need. There were some other teams that were in need last year too. Carolina Panthers, they're still in this mix. Indiana, oh, Indianapolis Colts, but uh, that would have been the case last year. They signed Matt Ryan, of course, maybe a, a, a stopgap there. I don't know what the Falcons think about Desmond Ritter. Remember, we're talking Malik Willis, Tennessee. So, like, but last year it was like Carolina, uh, maybe New Orleans Saints because Drew Brees had retired and they hadn't quite replaced him. And then uh, missing someone else in here, probably Atlanta. It might have been Atlanta, but uh, someone maybe more obvious, Houston. These teams had like multiple picks too, in some cases. But there were teams like Philadelphia, uh, Chicago. They already got their guy, so to speak, like a Justin Fields, for example. Uh, they they weren't going to move on from Justin Fields just yet. You can get some other teams that are in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, they weren't still sure about Jalen Hurts, but I think they are now. And they were, but they were settled enough that they weren't going to move off of him. The Jets with Zach Wilson, uh, Cleveland Browns at the time, uh, Baker Mayfield, then the Deshaun Watson thing, and everything like that. So the Steelers got very fortunate that nobody else took a quarterback. And I know that people say, "Hey, you guys have this love affair or fest, whatever." There is a love affair with local Pitt fans. Hail to Pitt! Not necessarily me personally, uh, but uh, they they absolutely love Kenny Pickett. They watched him from his college days. Now they play for their favorite pro team, and there's going to be some bias there. That doesn't come from me. I got no horse in this race. 
when it comes to Pitt players, Penn State players, even Ohio State players for the most part. I know I lean on some of those guys. I like my FCS guys, but for the most part, I'm just, you know, I, I understand that college players need to learn and grow. And that's exactly what happened with Pickett over the course of the year. And we understand that that's got to continue. In the NFL, you just can't rest on your laurels and be complacent. you got to keep going. And what we saw from Kenny Pickett over the duration of the 2022 season was that he improved and he continued to improve and the Steelers were winning games. Uh, what was it? Seven and two since the bye week. And mind you, he didn't necessarily play all of that Ravens game. He got knocked out of, and then Mitch ended up playing the Panthers game. Steelers, Steelers found the run game and everything else toward the end of the season, but they started out pretty rough. I mean, they won an overtime game that, you know, they maybe had no business winning in Cincinnati against the defending AFC champions uh, with the Bengals. And then they lost four straight and missed that when they were get, about to lose their third straight and dropped the one and three on the season is when Kenny Pickett finally made his debut. Then he had to go up to Buffalo and they got waxed 38 to three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Before, um, uh, Playing Tampa Bay, and there was the whole concussion thing and everything like that. That you know, they finally got a win. But once they got the bye week through, I think most people were able to see, or at least realize or understand that Kenny Pickett is at least the short-term future for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Am I saying he's the franchise yet? Necessarily, not necessarily. But how are you going to hate the guy? Uh, right out the gate. Uh, a lot of teams passed on him. The Steelers were able to do their homework. They probably got some insider trading type information with their buildings, their facilities, literally like attached to one another. Uh, they got to see, they got a feel for something that these other teams maybe didn't. Maybe these other teams felt the value with their higher pick. Talking pick 33 with a 32nd player value. <laughs> but um, a lot of people are saying, oh, this guy isn't a first round or whatever. You heard me say for years that I didn't want a quarterback. I wasn't necessarily sold. I didn't think Pickett was going to be there. I honestly thought the Saints or somebody were going to end up snagging him. The Panthers. Would he have been as would he have been better there? Would he have been worse off there? I mean, if if ifs and buts were whatever, you know, I'll let Zach do that whole phrase. But Kenny Pickett finishes the year, 63% of his passes completed, 2,404 yards, seven touchdowns, nine interceptions with 12 games started. A pretty solid season. He took 27 sacks, maybe a little more than you'd like. Get him a little more time. Get him a little bit better of an offensive line. Maybe get him an offensive coordinator. <laughs> but we're going to see if there's any type of continuity, consistency. They're not trying to ruin him just yet. The only way I could defend Matt Canada being back. See, I'm not always so overtly positive, folks. Uh, that's a guy that I've heavily criticized. Of, of, but right now, I don't know enough about Kenny Pickett to say one way or another that whether he's the guy or not. Uh, trending upward, will he be the Steelers' starting quarterback in 2023? Absolutely. Will they be looking at another quarterback in the draft? I highly think not. And they won't have to compete with anyone else. This guy fell in their lap. No extra draft picks, no trades, no other capital involved in obtaining Kenny Pickett as a rookie. So this is, uh, how can you not love that? At least you're not giving up the farm to get like a Sam Darnold or Zach Wilson. Look at how this worked out for the Jets. I've mentioned Broncos. I mentioned a lot of these teams. Cleveland Browns, obviously, over the years and the picks that they made. And it's not just bad front offices and bad coaching and bad teams. Uh, that begets a lot, but it's also, it all starts and ends usually 
with the quarterback position. So I'm going to stick with the offense. And I think I'm going to jump over to a guy that just, uh, he, he gives me like those Heinz Ward type vibes when you see him play. And that's Najee Harris. And Najee Harris just uh, pretty much a slam duck as a likable guy. How can you not like him? Everything he says, everything he does, his play backs up. I know a lot of people were trying to label the same thing. I had the same problems. Running backs, first round running back. Are you kidding me? Who does that these days? But it was fairly obvious that the Steelers didn't take him two years ago in the draft that he would not have been available later on. And I think that they got it early on. He was hurt. He was banged up plate in his foot or whatever with the list Frank type deal. And everybody was on his case and it was a, a pretty poor offensive line. I know there's 17 games now and that's why he got 1,034 yards and got over the century mark, but he had seven touchdowns on the ground and another three receiving. They finally got him a little more involved in the receiving game. 41 catches for 229 yards. Um, and Jalen Warren was involved in some of that too. Jalen Warren had 28 for 214. And how can, I love the one-two punch. I uh, you throw Jalen Warren in there as an undrafted guy. Uh, can he carry the torch all by himself? I think what you found out over the course of the season is that maybe, maybe the Mike Tomlin bell cow thing. Maybe they're finally getting that archaic thought out of their head where quarterback or sorry, quarterbacks, running backs are put at risk, get injured. You just can't lean on just one guy the whole season. And then you saw Najee explode. So consider that Jalen Warren had 379 yards rushing, and maybe Najee still gets 1,000 if he gets more carries. But 272 carries, man, that's uh, that's a whole different ballpark than where we may have been uh, several years ago. I'm pulling up Lev Bell because uh, we know part of the problem was with Mike Tomlin, and he had all that talent. Why didn't they win more games? And part of that problem is, it's like you have Lev Bell carrying the ball. Oh, I don't know. 321 times in 2017. That was actually the one time he was healthy. Uh, 12 games in 2016, 261 carries. So he would have probably been on pace for a lot more there. And 290 in 2014. And don't forget, he was having uh, 83 receptions, 75 receptions, uh, 85 receptions when he had 321 attempts rushing you know, over 400 times he's touching the ball that's 400 times plus that you're getting tackled by other grown men on the field so that's a that's put it into perspective it preserved Najee just a little bit gotta love Najee his spirit it's uh his his competitiveness is just very much so infectious I think I'm going to jump, uh, I'll jump over. There's a little bit of offense, defense. I got a couple of different ones in here, but, uh, you know, if Brian were here, obviously his favorite dude right now, Cameron Hayward, he was in the Super Bowl commercial with the flag football player, uh, the female flag football player, I should say. And uh, as a bellhop or whatever, and you're seeing him make appearances. He made a lot of media appearances throughout the week. Uh, through the Super Bowl and just great stories that he was talking about. And one of those great stories actually was that he now plays with his brother. So you put them both in here. You got brothers. You got a lot of a lot of uh, nepotism, a lot of brothers and families and the, and the bloodlines that the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin and company end up tying together. And Connor really came along uh, later in the season. What a heartfelt moment it was when he scores on the road at the Atlanta Falcons game. Atlanta Falcons, of course, uh, the team that their father, Craig Ironhead Hayward, played for for many years. So a very emotional 
uh, situation there. I believe that Cam at least had a sack or a half sack in that game as well. And uh, and then he had his uh, father's jersey on in the uh, post game uh, press conference, so that was really cool too. How can you not love that about these players? I mean, it's just uh, really good stuff. Really good stuff. It's lots of fun. Um, I should throw Mike Tom on a bone in here too, especially seeing Coach wear a Franco Harris jersey. How great was that? All the guys that wore Franco Harris jerseys, considering all the circumstances surrounding his jersey retirement and uh, um. Unfortunate, maybe untimely passing we, uh, just days before that week leading up to this big pomp and circumstance that was going to be on Christmas Eve, primetime football and the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. So uh, kudos to, you know, just about everybody when it comes to that. But getting back to some maybe some individuals um, and a few that, you know, how can you how can you deny we're talking about uh, brothers and no, J.J. Watt says that he is officially retired tj watt though you know what it's like uh, you, it's hard to love the steelers when this guy isn't on the field so how can you not love tj watt and to still be playing hurt throughout the latter portion of that seat of the season but he came back and everything turned on a, on a dime uh steelers were giving up fewer points fewer yards just uh, everything was completely different when you had T.J. Watt out there on the field, I think he's still the most popular selling Pittsburgh Steelers jersey, so you have that as well, some money in his pocket. Hopefully that's pretty nice. Not that he needs it with the big contract that he ended up getting. Um, he's got to love that. Five and a half sacks on the season for T.J. Watt, 12 quarterback hits. Uh, that's only in the 10 games that he ended up playing. So unfortunately, they didn't have him longer and let's go back. I think I'm going to throw in another young, another young man. Well, there are, most of these guys are all young men at this point. Unless, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I started to acknowledge it when I was in my 30s, so you're getting up there. <laughs> but uh, stay with us a little bit longer. We don't love you any less. But Father Time is undefeated, unfortunately. Uh, but we're going to see how the trajectory of this young man's career, George Pickens, ends up just continue to soar. Uh, this season with the Pittsburgh Steelers we finally got some traction as the year wore on. Um, did not lead the team in yards. That was Deontay Johnson with 882, but he had 801 on 52 receptions. He did lead the team in receiving touchdowns because oddly enough, Deontay Johnson did not score this year. Uh, a couple, a couple runs as well, including um, one. One of these was uh, registered as a rushing touchdown as well. I'm trying to remember, I have a brain fart now on what that actual play was. Maybe it was a little pitch and catch or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, they really they started. Uh, you saw the chemistry, and you saw that this guy, like I said, I call him Antonio Brown with size. And how can you not love George Pickens? I think they're going to see some more 14 jerseys out there for the right reason. We've been talking about that other guy from Super Bowl 30 for way too long. If you really want to get on something about quarterbacks, get on him. Although I think that he gets really roasted maybe more than, uh, I mean, we're still talking about it, right? So uh, number 14, George Pickens, that's the 14 that you want to be wearing. That's the jersey. That's the name that you want on your back. It's really tough because I could pick a whole bunch of players' um, names out of a hat for the most part and have something probably pleasant or nice or whatever to say about them. And I guess I'll close this out with an all-pro player for this year. Maybe the, maybe the bright spot, the consistent spot on the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And uh, that man would be Minka Fitzpatrick. And a little bit of an older photo here with another loved guy here, Joe Hayden. But uh, 
definitely him in in the crowd there. Not quite a Lambo leap in Pittsburgh, but uh, Minka just he changes the way the games are played as well. He's definitely a playmaker, an impact player that could um, change the game. Just like I, I hate saying Troy Polamalu because they're not the same guy. They're not the same type of player. They're not the same position. Uh, they're both safeties, but strong safety versus free safety as Mika is a free safety. And, uh, you know, what can you say, man? I mean, and Mika brings that same smile. He looks like he's having fun. I was even watching him in this ridiculous Pro Bowl games with the flag football. Made this diving. They called it a tackle, but he snagged a flag. <laughs> tackle. I guess, I don't know. Uh, chain that's not a tackle uh like if you look up tackle in the dictionary that has to be like the 10th definition under that word but anyways uh all pro pro bowler etc all the accolades uh this was a move you get a lot of criticism people just love to find things to bitch about with the Steelers this was a first round uh draft pick traded for Minka Fitzpatrick that has more than worked out for this team. So you can't really complain about this one. I know people will try and find a way. This is another dude that I am Pretty much, uh, I, I have the bromance and the man crush on, and just about all of these players I named, I don't have a George Pickens jersey. I'm gonna have to throw. Obviously, I don't have Connor Hayward either, but uh, I do have an '83 in the closet. That would have been Heath Miller, and Heath just went into the Hall of Honor too. And you could talk for you could talk until the cows come home about any legacy or former players and alumni that you absolutely love. I mean, we just talked about Franco. I have lots of people talk about. Uh, ben Roethlisberger and some of these guys will still be talked about that I mentioned today is if they're some of them younger career continues to be long they'll be talked about in the same vein I think an honorable mention in that as far as alumni retired players or former Steelers has to be Juju Smith-Schuster uh, and Juju just uh, he put out a tweet the other day <laughs> on Valentine's Day that uh He's pretty much he was trolling uh, the Eagles, and I'm always uh, I'm always trying to figure out if people are trolling me by saying, "Oh, you have this love fest uh, with Kenny Pickett or whatever be the case." And uh, I think most people are very uh, very happy for Juju Smith Schuster, even though he left the Steelers, but he got his Super Bowl ring. And here's the tweet, and it's uh, I think it was James Bradbury that he put on this Valentine. Uh, card this image and it says I'll hold you when it matters most and Juju said happy Valentine's Day everybody and just opened a gigantic can of worms you may have even seen one of these Bengals cages got involved with this and uh, we put out a response to that because it was like Juju getting knocked on his butt but it was nowhere like the photo I used to have up here uh, until Juju signed with the Chiefs uh, now Kenny Pickett's in the place behind me uh, with his draft photo, but it was Juju Smith-Schuster standing over top of Vontez Perfect when he laid him out. And I mean, laid him out like a king, man. I absolutely love that. And, uh, you know, congrats to Juju. I think most people don't have any ill will towards Juju, uh, but he can get a little overzealous in this Valentine that he sent out is definitely, if he was with the Steelers, you would just never, oh, actually, you know what? It doesn't matter. Mark Madden was still running his mouth as were some of the other talking heads. So that'll do it for me, folks. A little bit of a quick hitter show. Happy Valentine's Day, belated Valentine's Day. Uh, find those that you love, hug them, and uh, just don't do that if you're in a situation where there's security and you try to hug somebody like Kenny Pickett. You'll probably get thrown out the building or put into a drunk tank or something like that overnight. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. My name's Joe Kuzma. Until next time, we encourage everyone out there to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later.
We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. 